Okay, I guess we're live. Yahoo! <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's like super, super melodramatic there. Um, nice little <laughs> intro for you. Um, let me, I just want to double check and make sure we actually are live because I'm uh -huh. weird like that. Yeah, um, probably a good idea. Yeah, I think we are, but I'll make sure. Um, yes, we are live. So, um, good evening, everybody. I'm Dustin from Track Days, and I'm on with a longtime friend of mine, Melissa Paris. Now, just a quick introduction to Melissa Paris. Like, she's been, I've known her since what, 2003? And what, you've yeah. been a club racer, you've done world endurance, you've rode I was a Moto a Street Squid. Don't forget that part. You were a MotoGP test rider for a minute, <laughs> right? Yeah, like now, now you're like a team owner, a mom, like wife, all that. Like you have like mm -hmm. a giant weight on your shoulders. But yeah, mm -hmm. everybody, that's <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's talk a little bit about that. Like I, I met you in what 2003. We did a track day at Streets of Willow, I think. Yeah. And this this um, like Palomar hood rat kid comes up and rides with us. So, yeah, you know, I think I'd actually been to one of your track days before, like before I was even riding. My boyfriend at the time did his first track day, and I was just hanging out. And I okay. was like, "Well, that looks fun." <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and, and then you progressed. You know, I remember, I remember a um, lot of people talking to you, obviously, and um, you know, probably because. It was your I was a girl. Yeah. yeah right? It's funny because it's like not even a big deal anymore. Right. You know? Um, but for sure, like back then, and it's it's also funny because like at that age when you're like 21, 22, you think you're like a grown up and smart and know stuff. Yeah. And like now looking back, I'm like, oh, I was so stupid. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But for yeah. sure, like probably like a lot of a lot of boys talking. I mean, so let me ask you this. Like, when you first started riding on the track, like, how many times did you meet the quote-unquote unsolicited advice guy? Yeah, um, yes, <laughs> all the time. But the thing the thing that's, like, the worst about it, and it's funny because when I was involved with BTR, this is something I tried to warn these girls about, is um, when I first started out, I had this idea that, like, if you rolled up to a total stranger and started spouting off advice you must really know what you're talking about. So I listened to a lot of that crap for so oh, long. So like, I think I, I like went down like a lot of really like wrong paths, like listening to people. And it's so funny. Cause like, I look back now and I'm like, Oh, I wish I could go back to that version of myself and like teach her to tell people to shut up. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I can remember, I, I want to say I remember you in New Racer School at WSMC, right? Like, Yeah, for sure. I'd done like a, um, a CCS race, but WSMC wouldn't take my race license from them. So I had to take the New Racer School over again with Danny Farnsworth, and he scared me. Oh, my God. You, you were one of the people that did Danny's school. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. like, he, you know, did he uh, do this all the time when he was talking? Because he's um, been... Like, my two takeaways... Um, from Danny Farnsworth, where make sure you poop before you go on track because Don't if hit you the crash, bus. if you crash, you'll poop your pants or something. I remember that. <laughs> I was really worried about that. Oh my god! And then number two, like if you run off in turn eight, 
uh, grab the front brakes because if you jump over the berm, you're going to end up in the middle of the street and you're going to be like a guy eating his meals through a, through a straw. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like seared <laughs> in my brain. Me too, man. I think yeah. every... I think every racer that went through Farnsworth school has that same mindset, right? Like yeah. that same, like, don't hit the berm. Like, wild. I remember that. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because, like, yeah, like, to me, it was, like, like, Willow Springs, in my mind, was, like, no different than the street. Like, do not run off the track because you will crash and die. Like, yes. which is probably, like, semi-accurate, but, like, not totally <laughs> accurate. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because oh even God. now if I run off the track somewhere, Josh is, like, clapping. He's, like, so proud of me because he's, like, you always leave so much in reserve. And I'm, like, Danny Farnsworth said I'd poop my pants. Yes. I do. <laughs> dude, I, I still I still do the pre-race dump, right? Like, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girl. Girl I mean, he, 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 died, uh, he died a few years, you know, several years ago now. I think, shit, like 10 years ago maybe. And um, yeah. I actually went to his funeral. There was a bunch Aww. of old WSMC guys, like yeah. Kopecki and those guys all showed up. And, you know, wow. dude, I mean, like, I, I remember making I remember making jokes about Farnsworth because he was like a dude that really needed a like a size 36 pants, but he always wore 28s. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I, I called it. I do the same thing now, so it's fine. <laughs> the, Far, the Farnsworth shuffle, I think is what we called it, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, the WSMC thing, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you kind of pitted next to or with uh, um, the guys that were sponsored by Arrogant Bastard Beer, Did right? I? No, I was, well, I kind of worked, I mean, I almost just said I worked my way through that paddock and it would have, oh my God, it would have been like accurate, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you said it. I noticed that you said it, not me. I can me. see how red you're turning <laughs> right now. I mean, I'm I thinking was, if I, I had to say it or you go were there, going man. to. <laughs> Why are you going to say that about me, man? Like, I mean, I guess because you know me, but. Well, um, that, that situation with my dad, right? You know, it's like. Okay, here we go. The situation with your dad. Okay. The situation with my dad. <laughs> I hope people are listening. I'm ready to just burn you to the ground for this one. Oh, my God. You've been burning me to the ground for that for like over 10 years. Like, stop. Dude, it was pretty bad. It was funny, though. <laughs> I mean, it's made like comedy gold over the years, and the story's like the story's gotten way worse since yeah. since it started. It's a fish but, for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I was gonna like leave that alone, but yeah, that's I mean, fine. No, I put yeah. it with a lot of different people. Like, you know, I think I was still kind of like trying to find my way, and like the same, like you said, like a lot of unsolicited advice. So I was like, oh, right. this guy's trying to help me, like told me right. I should pay a bunch of money to, like, revalve my stock shock. Isn't he smart? And Right. I mean, we've I all put, been there. I, I put I, it I, with that guy that got caught stealing all the bikes. Remember that dude? Oh, uh... Ruben. Ruben Muñoz? Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. That guy, that guy, um, at the WSMC Awards Banquet that year was like, hey, man, you know, I've got a GSXR. I've got everything. I've got everything for you mm-hmm. except the engine cases and the frame. I'll give it to you oh, for like 1500 with- And I was like, wow, the only things without VIN numbers um, I could have for 1500 You know what, man? That sounds like a great deal, but I'm going to hold off. And then like a month later, dude. he was in he was in the clink, dude. So dude. I, was- <laughs> I just, I was pitting with him the weekend he wrote his bike off in turn eight and then miraculously fixed it and raced the next day 
and I was yeah. totally clueless. Like right. I was just like, "Wow, you're an amazing mechanic." Meanwhile, like, I had over no the idea. PA, right over the PA, people were looking for that dude's bike, and it was like, "Yeah, bike got stolen out of the paddock." Wow, like I will Crazy. never forget that. I will never yeah. forget that. Mm-mm. And I think he raced the national with that dude's bike too. Stop it! That's serious point. That's wild. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it was nuts. Like that whole. Th- I, yeah, he. I remember I had that CBR six hundred, and he was always trying to give me like random parts for it, and I was like, I don't need a swing arm. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just goes to show you like how naive I was. You know, when I first started, I was just like. Yeah, like, oh, like, this guy's just trying to, like, give me motorcycle parts. Like, I'm sure they're not stolen. Yeah. Yeah, that thought would never cross your mind, right? I mean... No. Like, why would you, you know... steal a motorcycle? Like, and then, that's insane. I, when that happened, too, like, I remember the, the feeling that we used to all have up until that point was that, yeah. you know, you show up to set up your pit, you leave all your shit there all weekend, everything's yeah. out, you know, and then you come back the next morning and you would never expect anything missing. And then after that... Yeah. I mean, it was like leathers and toolboxes and stuff that went missing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, it's just wild. Big yeah. sad. Yeah, so you, uh, <laughs> I, I do remember you, you did have that Honda for a minute, and then um, I, I want to say you had a 125. Yeah, I had, I had a, the Honda and then the 600, and then basically, like, my friends all had, like, this intervention on me because I just, like, hit this wall couldn't figure out how to go faster. Also had no money. And they were like, you need to get a 125. So I was able to um, consign the 600 I was racing because I was still making payments on it. And then uh, my dad loaned me the money to get an RS125. So I raced that. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, still I mean, haven't I... paid him back. <laughs> That's not surprising. Yeah, um... no. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> right? And then when you, I, I, you had a 250 after that, right? Or were you racing yeah, so, the 250 and the 600 at the same time? Or Yeah, so then I moved to Mississippi with Josh, and I, like, kind of worked my way through a couple different bikes, and then I ended up getting a 250, and I had a CBR 600, and I was racing both of those. Yeah. And then in 2009, when I did my first year of pro stuff, I switched all to Yamaha. Nice, yeah. nice. It's been, it's been better that way. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was talking to um, Sherm from uh, CFE. Mm-hmm. You know that guy? Yeah, oh yeah. Sherm Dog or whatever. Yeah. So so Sherm Dog, I was like, yeah, man, I remember, you know, the story I tell anyway is like, I remember when you met Josh and like you looked at him like he was a steak. And, uh, and then, <laughs> but get this, like Sherm responded immediately. He's like, oh, now she looks at him like a cold slice of pizza. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. You know, it was like so funny. You know, Michael Beck actually is like who kind of got us talking to each other. He said, he came up to me and he was like, hey, that dude Josh Hayes was asking about you in the writer's meeting. And he's wow. like, you should go talk to him. And I was like no way and so like josh like wandered over to where the lap times were posted and i kind of like wandered over there and we we're just like staying and like neither one of us said any i mean it was like all day of us just like around each other until finally one of us i don't even remember someone got the courage and said something i think yeah. it was you <laughs> josh was like super shy right yeah he's like, no he's, like not, no he's not shy at all he took well, me out to dinner that night and i was like he's pretty nice but he talks a lot 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's something. No, it was super funny. We always laugh about it now. It's good. Yeah. So anyway, the CFE dude was saying that they wanted to make sure that I told you that Sherm Dog He's... said what's up. So yeah. what's up, Sherm? There you go. Yeah. yeah and so yeah, the, I had I had a, a dude on the the podcast thing last week, and he was the guy that Stamboli body slammed on the at the podium. Dude, you're gonna have year. to be more specific because there's been more than one of those. At the podium this year, Richard? Uh, uh, oh, there's one this year. There's another one that he threw up the side of his truck at Mid-Ohio. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there been a lot of Richard there was, throwing shit. There was but footprints like... like eight feet up the side of his truck <laughs> from That's... this guy's poor flailing feet. That that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Like, did the guy did the guy like leave a scooter in his MI or something? No, it was like someone that had worked for him before and then was like, I think actually working with Chad Lewin maybe. And then okay. he got all drunk and he came over here and like started mouthing. And he was like a little dude. And he came over and started mouthing off to Richard. And then I don't know what happened, but then there was like a ragdoll incident. And dude left feet prints on the side of the semi and then he got arrested. So so when did you when did you make the transition to doing nationals? Because... 2009 I did my first like I didn't do the whole season but I did like five or six races I remember watching yeah. you doing the Daytona 200 at night yeah we, we used to do wild. these we used to do these uh viewing parties of the 200 at uh Hooters you guys were probably like what is that squid doing <laughs> <laughs> I was like dude you guys are racing 600s in the 200 at night like that was weird do you know what the worst part was? It was really cold. And, like, when it's cold, like, I get all teary and, like, snotty. And, like, on, like, lap two going into the chicane, I hit the brakes and, like, exhale. And, like, this big glob of, like, snot came out and, like, coated the inside of my visor. And, like, the whole rest of the race, I couldn't see anything. Well, it prevented it from fogging up, though, right? <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, kind of. But everything was all, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So so you, you didn't do the full season, but 09, that's the year you did a wild card in World Supersport too, right? Yeah, literally my second like pro race was a wild card in World Supersport. Yeah, it was Miller. wild. Yeah, it was nuts. And I was like so nervous. Um Josh was like, I think this is a bad idea. Yeah. And I was <laughs> I was like, I'll show you. And then it was funny because like, you know, afterwards I was a top qualifying wild card and he was like holy shit you like leveled up and i was like watch this i blow my bike up on the first lap <laughs> well utah had a reputation for doing that on that long straightaway right yeah sure. we were just trying to like make something that could compete with those world super sport engines but like on a bit of a budget was kind of a, a challenge you know so. yeah i would imagine yeah. yeah not gonna mention names or anything yeah anyway whatever it was, yeah. it was fast until it wasn't. That's usually the way it goes, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, they yeah. were, like, great till it yeah. didn't. <laughs> it was it was such a cool experience, though, to get to do that. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. I don't know. It was wild. Like, You yeah. know, that that weekend, I guess I could say that I was in the group that would that was similar to what CFE does. You know, it was, like, me and that uh, Danny Sillett, the danger, danger guy. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was me, Danger, Stevie. Mm -hmm. Oh, then, Stevie. Yeah, right? Ryan Whitman and wow. then Hong, the uh, Ryan yeah. Hong. And so it was like the five of us. And I, I don't think 
I don't think we walked around Miller that weekend without a tall boy in our hands. That's amazing. Um, and uh, that weekend, we convinced Stan Boley to hang with us. So we're out. We're out by Black Rock Corners and the bleachers right there, trying to get trying to do the wave. Just the six of us, right? Awesome, amazing. <laughs> yeah. And Richard so, was probably just like, dude we we actually we actually got him to open up a little bit. He was like drinking pitchers of beer with us and all wild. that. Wild. So, I love it. Yeah, it was, Good for you yeah. guys. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <clears throat> but um, <laughs> yeah, so being like the weird, like I, we weren't quite as um, we were pretty obnoxious, but. I guess we weren't quite as like on camera as the CFE guys are. Dude, the CFE guys are amazing, right? Like, I love them. They're such a great addition to our sport. They, yeah, I I'm always so happy too. when they show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're at VIR every year, Pittsburgh and Jersey typically, right? But yeah, you know, VIR is off the schedule this year. That's kind of a bummer, no? I know it is. Um, like, like personally, I hate that place. Like, I just I've had the worst <laughs> luck at that racetrack. <laughs> But um, it is a it's a good track and it's a rider's track which I really like. Um, now that I'm not riding, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think it produces good racing and it's fun as a viewer. There's like so many cool places to watch it, and from what I hear, they just literally like gave our date away to like a car drifting event or something. So oh my god, it's just a bummer. So just a heads up, Sean Summers just asked me to ask you where his impact screwdriver is. So I don't what? know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know. I don't, you remember Sean Summers? Oh, I remember Sean Summers. Yeah, dude. He's yeah, got a so, catahoula like me. That, that's the name of that dog. We saw a puppy at the um, getting shots with that looked like a catahoula. Oh yeah. And I, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I was like trying it's to remember what kind of dog it was. Yeah. Sean, you're smoking crack. I don't have your impact screwdriver. He said that you borrowed it at Willow like 20 years ago. <laughs> ago i wouldn't have even know what to do with an impact screwdriver <laughs> you must have me mixed up with oh, some man. other paddock hussy <laughs> so so you 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 started nationals in 09 and yeah but you know you've you've done quite a bit of racing since then i mean yeah know, i mean the r6 the uh, i did a year in um spain i did a bunch of world endurance i got to do an endurance race in japan at suzuka I got to do a classic race at Phillip Island. It's pretty crazy. I keep waiting for someone to be like, get back to Palomar, you squid. But it hasn't happened yet. That's that's amazing. So, you know, knowing that you've been all over. So yeah. what's your favorite track in the U.S.? Oh, in the U.S.? Miller, hands down. It's the best. Still? Yeah. Still. Yeah. A million times, yes. It's always been Miller. Really? Okay. Yeah. I love Road America, too. Like, that would be my, like, as far as, like, current tracks we go to, Road America. But, no, Miller, I got my first win on my RS250 there. I did two wild cards in World Super Sport. Felt like I always just, like, rode my best at that track. Yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, internationally, what's your favorite? Oof. It's hard. Wow. Um, Suzuka's pretty special. Like, just the the atmosphere like the japanese fans are amazing and like seeing that carousel like you've seen in the video games so many times and the track itself is pretty wild um that's pretty like just like the feeling you have when you're there is pretty special um 
I really like Paul Ricard in the south of France. It's got a back straight that's over a mile long, so that's wild. So you're wide and open in sixth gear forever. Forever. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's nuts. Um, especially on an R1, you know, like you're, it's fast. <laughs> it's so fast. So that's cool. And then I think, I don't know, God, I know you said one, but Aragon's pretty wild. No, I don't know. Jerez is good. Dude, they're all good. I love racing. Racetracks are cool. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> they're all good. I haven't really met many that I don't like. Oh man, that's so yeah. funny. So, <laughs> so uh, you did the world endurance thing. How how was that? Like you did like a twenty four hour, right? I've done a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Like it's, uh, I don't think many of your viewers could relate to this, but like the closest thing I can relate it to is childbirth. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow, like it's so hard. Like. It's so hard and you go through so many emotions and it's like, you know, at the beginning you're like full of all this excitement and you're amped up. And then at like three in the morning, you're like, I think I just, this is a bad idea. I'm never doing this again. Motorcycles are stupid. I'm cold. I can't see shit. I want to go home, blah, 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 blah. And then the sun starts coming up and you're like, oh my God, I might actually make it. And then like you finish the race and you're like, when's the next one? Like, let's do it again. So it's, Yeah. It's a lot. It's really cool. I, I really, it's probably some of my favorite racing I've done, honestly. Wow. It's so hard, though. <clears throat> like, yeah. It's actually, like, it's funny because I got, like, I, I did a couple of them, and then I had Hawk, and then I went back and did a couple more. And it was really funny. The first one, when I went back, the uh, this dude, Pierre, who runs the team, girls racing team that I was racing for, like, it's like three or four in the morning, and... And he was like, oh, my God, you're so much better at night than you used to be. Like, you used <laughs> to be so, like, moody and, like, downcast and, like, struggle. And now you're, like, bringing everyone else up and, like, making sure everyone else has what they need. And you're, like, doing good lap times. And I'm like, dude, this is so easy now. Like, after having a kid, like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm awake. Nobody's yelling at me. This is fine. Like, I could do this forever. <laughs> so, That's... yeah. That's amazing. I, I remember you telling me, <clears throat> I want to say you raced at Utah pregnant. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, everybody's like, wow, your, your leathers are getting a little tight, Melissa. You <laughs> no, got to get right. back on the bicycle, right? <laughs> it was so funny because like, I was, I wish I could remember who I was like battling with. It was like a support race <clears throat> at a Moto America race, but it was like sanctioned by Weira or something. Okay. It was like before Stock Thousand was a thing. And I was, like, battling with this dude, like, the whole race. And then I, like, beat him at the end. Like, right when I finished, like, went by start, finish, I blew a head gasket, blew my bike up. So that was cool. But he rolled up to me and was, like, not bad for a guy in his 40s, right? And I so badly wanted to be, like, not, not bad, bad for, for a chick who's knocked, knocked up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember you telling me yes. that those exact words. It, oh like, took God. all my self-control, like, not to say it. It was so funny. Yeah, that's cool. Oh my god, that's yeah. Now I wonder why my kid's like totally mental. I think he... I was talking to Matt Lynn. I don't know if you remember Matt Lynn, but he was like, "I think you like adrenaline doped your kids like while they were in the womb, and now they're just like psycho." Because <laughs> you were doing like dirt track and stuff, like yeah, right? yeah. My midwife said my midwife was like, "Hey, if your if your gear fits, you can ride." So I was like using pliers to like pull the zipper up. 
Well, it fits. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It all That's awesome, out. man. I got so much hate online when people found out about it, though. Really? Really crazy. Yeah. Like, Refinery29 did, like, a story about it, about that race in Miller, and the comments were insane. Like, the stuff people said was just, like... People were like, she should have her children taken away from her. Oh, and yeah. yeah, it was wild. People are a bunch crazy. of people that don't ride or don't race yeah. or anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, no oh, you know, we're so sorry for your seat that you missed your safety because you left the safety of your couch for yeah. five seconds. I was like, at least I'm not like sitting on the couch, like eating bonbons, getting like gestational diabetes, and like, you know what I mean? I was like, I don't know, whatever. Everyone wow. has opinions. <laughs> <laughs> that went to a dark I mean, place. You know, hater, haters gonna hate, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Fuck I them. feel like if you're if you're not like upsetting a couple people along the way, you're probably not doing a good job. Yeah, I I, I guess I do a good job then because I I piss people <laughs> off every everywhere I go, man. Yeah, I don't true. know, man. I, you know, I, I'm running out of racetracks to get thrown out of. You know, have you so. actually been thrown out of racetracks? Yeah. Besides yeah. the one? <clears throat> no, there's two now. Oh yeah. Yeah. For you. I mean, look, I'm me. Yeah, it happens. That's, you know, and uh, and I realize that um, I'm not everybody's flavor Kool Aid, and that's yeah. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? It's fine. So life's too short to try and make everyone happy. Exactly. So you um, you rode a MotoGP bike. I like did. That, you are a lucky bitch. Like what? Dude, the no fuck? shit. It's so stupid. It's like. <laughs> I, and you know what my biggest regret is? I should have fucking augured that thing in. Like, what were they going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're ever going to let me ride one again anyway. I oh should have just, I should have sent it. I should have put that thing right in the bleachers. You know, if I'm not mistaken, too, like, didn't you go faster than Josh did on it? <laughs> yeah, my top speed. Like, on yeah. my first flying lap was faster than his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh. so salty about it. Yeah. It was like 100% just fear of being shamed because it was like, I know there's like data on this and I could just imagine like those snarky French data guys being like, uh-huh, Liffy, she rolled out. And I was like, watch this. <laughs> Garçon, <laughs> full gas. Wow. Yeah. Man. It's not that, really. I mean, like, describe, describe to me, like what you felt when he rode that thing it's just like the whole thing is so like tight i don't know how else to describe it except that it's just like everything is tight like the the gears like when you're clicking through the gears like you're like holding it on the stop and it's like wheelie and you shift wheelie shift wheelie shift like fifth gear like and that was on an 800 like i can't even freaking imagine on the thousands like yeah and the carbon brakes like it's funny because they actually let me ride on the carbon brake discs. And Josh made a comment to Hervé. He was like, hey, aren't you going to put, like, the stainless discs on that? Because they usually do when they do, like, let people test it. And Hervé just said, does she want to ride a MotoGP bike or not? And Cal, Cal Crutchlow, it was his bike. He was like, make sure that when you go out, you don't like just hold the lever and wait for the brakes to start because like you'll have no brakes and then you'll just go over the handlebars. He's like, you gotta like grab them and let go and grab them and let go until they like get enough heat to work. And I remember just being like, oh God, I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so freaked out. And it was like, 
the garage opened up and there was like people with cameras. I'm like, why are you taking pictures of me? <laughs> this is crazy. And I like rolled out and like freaking Rossi was on track and it was like, I, isn't this supposed to be like a journalist day? Like, uh, there's like real racers out here. <laughs> like I was pretty like intimidated, but they let me do like 20 laps. That's amazing. It was crazy. Yeah, it was That's, nuts. I mean, I, I could only imagine. Most people will never get to do that. Yeah. You know, and you, then there's you. I, it's <laughs> wild. I like, there, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it's just stupid. I don't know why people let me do cool stuff like that, honestly. It's, it's nuts. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm married to Josh, obviously, but. <laughs> I mean, that does help, right? Like, yeah. Well, you know. But it was like, Elena got to like test um, the Suzuki GP bike, but like, she won a national. She right. deserved that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's cool. I, I, I'm not mad about it. That's for sure. I mean, that's that's an amazing opportunity. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know very many people that would turn the opportunity to ride one of those things down. You the know? crazy thing was, I was supposed to ride the Moto Two bike. I wasn't even supposed to ride the Moto GP bike. And then um, once we got there. I don't remember what something happened with the Moto Two bike, and then Irve was just like, "Stupid, you don't want to ride a Moto Two bike? Just ride the GP bike." Like that wasn't even in the plan. And you're like, "Okay." It, <laughs> it was funny because my gut reaction actually was like, "Well, I want to ride the Moto Two bike," because I I'd, I'd been racing two fifty, so I wanted to like see the difference. And it was funny because uh, Irve, the team owner, was just like, "You don't want to ride that thing. <laughs> just ride the big bike." And I was like, wow. "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the rest is history i guess right yeah it was wild so i mean you the last few years obviously you've been kind of busy um when was the last time Gosh. you raced a motorbike oh 20 well in 2020 i did like a club race okay and then before that i think was a 24 hour at um the bull door yeah. I, I do remember you built a 2020 R1 to race and then Yeah, I built it and then COVID happened. I yeah. raced it I think one time at Button Willow like right when the COVID stuff like came got lifted maybe and then I immediately got pregnant. Well, there's that. It was a real bummer. I'm going to try to fix that this year. I'm going to race that bike this year. You should. Yeah. You should. It's it's really fun still. I still really like it. So, so how did when did you transition from being mostly racer to team owner? In twenty seventeen, um, like twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen were just like really rough for me racing wise. Like I just felt like I kind of like hit this weird wall and I like wasn't getting any better and I just like I was a little lost. And, um, I kind of had this idea in 2017 to try and help another up and coming female. And that's when I had Jamie Estadio riding the RC cup on that KTM. And, um, yeah, so that was kind of like the start of it. And I still did a couple races that year, as we know. And then, um, 2018, um, Josh raced our super sport bike. So I kind of like worked with him and then I did a couple stock thousand races and then, or no, actually, I take that back. 2018 was Corey Ventura and Junior Corey. Cup. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I did a couple of the stock thousand races. 2019, Josh raced super sport. I did a couple stock thousand races. And then 2020, when I got a job um, at Altus working with Cam Peterson, that was kind of when, you know, it's like when someone else is paying you, you can't really like grid up and race on a, on a Moto America weekend. I mean, so. I, I mean, that's, that's so amazing to me that you were the crew. That was like, well, that was your first year technically being official crew chief, right? I mean, I was for, for Josh and Corey and Jamie, yeah. but like, um, you know, that was all just because it was just me. <laughs> there was no one else to do the job. Right. But yeah. yeah, like being hired on it. And I guess technically I wasn't his crew chief. I was his lead technician. Uh-huh. It's a very sensitive subject over there, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was cool. And I was like super flattered actually. Like when Cam asked me if I wanted to do it, it really meant a lot to me, you know? I so. remember, um, I remember seeing you a couple of times that season and, you know, everything was unicorns and butterflies over there, right? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was, that was a wild ride. Yeah. From start to finish. <laughs> it was really wild. I even got in a fight that year. I was pregnant and got in a fight that year. I think I remember you saying that. At Indy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was cool. Not one of my finest moments. Wow. It's funny. Yeah. That's, Oops. Um, I mean, you know, we're, uh, hey, we, we're a bunch we of type A personalities. Yes, yeah, we you won did. a championship, I mean, so it's fine. You know, and Cam P, I mean, you know, he's, he's on Dude, the attack team now. He's yeah, and he's a stud. He's, he's such a phenomenal writer. Like, um, like what he did with that bike in 2020, like I don't think anyone outside of probably him and I really probably fully could appreciate. Um, dude, he killed it. Like it was I, really cool. I can remember um, you guys. I you know I don't want to shit on that team or anything like that. No, no, like but whatever. I, like, I will say that different you guys, resources. You guys, you guys uh, did a lot with what you had resources. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, like they're doing something right because they won another championship, you know, the following year. But um, yeah, like, yeah, I without going too far into it, like I was just really impressed with what Cam did. And it was cool for me. He taught like I got to learn so much because he's so steady. So like you have, you know, like different kinds of writers and he was the type of writer that like, he'd say, okay, like, you know, it's doing this. And I'd say, okay, I'm going to make a change. I, I'm not sure. It's either going to make it better. Or it's going to make it worse. And he'd go out and he'd do like a lap time that was like within a 10th of what he'd just done. And he'd say, yeah, that was better. Like I can do the same lap time more steady now. Like it was never like big fluctuations. It was never like, oh, you put like two clicks of rebound in it. And like, now I can't ride the thing. It was always just like, he could always kind of do the same thing. It was just like more or less comfortably, you know? Hmm. And I think like that was really good for me, like in my position, like it was a, a good way for me to like learn because like the consequences of like trying something were like not so big, you know, cause he could just figure it out. I mean, I know he and Richard have been working on some stuff and uh, Richard says that Jake's going to be in, uh, in trouble yeah. right, this year. And you know what? I mean, Jake's still kind of the Jake's still the man, right? Like yeah. Jake's the fucking man. But yeah. you know, at the test at Buttonwillow couple you know, a couple weeks ago, dude, Ken P was only a couple tenths off. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, so. there's just no denying, like, his, he's just got, like, a natural skill. You know what I mean? So, especially when he's feeling confident, get out of the way. So you worked yeah. with, you worked with Camp P to a championship, and then yeah. you worked with Hunter Dunham? Yeah, I worked with Hunter Dunham, and that was, like, dude, that was awesome. It was so fun. I it was like, game. dude, he's great. His whole family's great. And then just being able to have the opportunity to be under the Westby canopy and like Ed Sullivan um, was so cool. He like taught me a lot that year. Um, just as far as like being able to look at data and like doing some stuff with the YAC stuff. And um, that was huge. You know, like I feel like each one of these like little steps I've taken, it's like, okay, like what can I learn here? Like I'm going to go here to learn something. I'm going to go there and learn something. And like that year, that year with Hunter was great. And like Hunter's mom would bring me like snow cones in the middle of the day, and like just the whole vibe was yeah bitching. You know what I mean? It was exactly what I'd needed after the year before. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, you're under the Westby tent, and you know, at the rounds that I was able to go to, I would I would talk to you for like two seconds, oh. and, and Chiquetto would come over and be like, "Dude, get I the hell out of my pit." Yeah, I forgot about that. Right? Does he still hate you? No, no, no. We're good. Oh, okay. No, Sorry. no. He was, yeah. he was, he just, um, he was just a little off that day, you know. Uh, you know yeah. He's, he's had many, many bong rips since then, so he's fine. Chuck right? and I talk about it a lot, like the intensity thing. Like, yeah. I struggle with it too. You know, I kind of showed my ass this year in Daytona in, in tech, and it was like, oh, like that's. That's not a good look. But you know what? You know I'll what be honest mean? with you. I, I remember Daytona this year because I was there and I was the guy on yeah. the team, you know, because they were busy trying to get shit right. And they're like, okay, Richard's like, okay, go ask him this, that, and whatever. And I'd go and I'd get five different answers over there. Was, yeah. You know, it, was a, it was a shit but show. Like, let's but be regardless, real. But regardless, like, like shouting and cursing. That's not going to make like, it better. No, for sure it's not. So it's funny because, like, I had a big... I remember actually Chuck Chiquetto telling me a story. He had like a run in with like another team owner one time and they had like a, a big fight and he was telling me like I was seeing red, like literally I was seeing red. And I remember like interrupting him and being like, wait, were you like literally seeing red? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I think that means you're about to have a stroke, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it that was dude, like, that dude worries me sometimes. Yeah. Man. But no, it was like a big turning point for Chuck. I remember he like afterwards, he was like, why well, can I get my shit together? Like, yeah. and that was like Daytona for me. I was like, okay, I look like an idiot. Like, even if you're right, if you're screaming, like, and people can see that they've gotten under your skin, you've mm -hmm. lost. Right. So like that, and, and it didn't get me the results I wanted and it was just awful. And I really had to like reevaluate and it's super funny because I basically just did my best to avoid putting myself in situations like that again. So like the whole rest of the season, poor Evan. I was like, Evan, I'm going to need you to go down to tech and ask a question. <laughs> I'm not going there. I got literally got thrown out of tech at Daytona. It was bad. You know what? Like I said, <laughs> they were bad too. So I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah. going to lay 100% of that on you, but I, I, <laughs> I get kind. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was really frustrating. A lot, a lot of the yeah. things were really frustrating. You know, I mean, yeah. I got yelled at at Daytona by Richard, so that Oof. was fun. Yeah, because I guess That's they scary. changed they changed the schedule for the the morning warm up on yeah. on, on Saturday, and um, I didn't get the memo, so I showed up same oh. time I did day four. Richard's like, "Where the hell?" You know, you're late. Yeah, you're late. And I'm Oof. like, 
thanks for the heads up, dude. Like, I'm on time, yeah. bro. You guys are early. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the kind of thing, right? Like you didn't yeah. know that the schedule had changed because yeah. why would you? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess I'll be returning. Oh, fire extinguisher. You know. Oh, that's awesome. Watch out. Um, well, I hope. I hope to see you guys on the podium when my man's wins it. Oh wow, that's super confident. Um, you know, I know, I know, I know. Camp P lost it by 007 this year, so you know yeah. we're looking to get that 007 back. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but your old man, like he fucking rips still. I mean, I know he does. I mean, the thing with Daytona, we all know, is like this: you you just need the skill to get yourself to the last lap, and then you need to be lucky, right? Yeah. Like, it's not really a whole lot you can do about it at that point. So, yeah. So, um, you know, going back to your racing thing, I mean, I know this year you had Corey Ventura on the R7, right? Yeah. And that's the Twins Cup, so that's like a builder's class, right? So, like, dude, what do you do to that thing to make it? Everything. Like, uh, you know, what do you do to the R7 to make it fast? All the things. Dude, it's like a super bike. I mean, the percentage of power gain that we get out of them is more than you get on a super bike. So we can do like rods, pistons, cams. Like it's totally open. Like do what you want. Dude, it's actually it sounds more superbike than superbike does. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Like for sure, the rules are more open. Like it's bananas, dude. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Like it's crazy. And then even with like the chassis, you know, we can use adjustable clamps. We've got the like forks off of an R6. We've got aftermarket wheels. You know, like a lot of really cool stuff you can do on it. So. It's. I mean, I know. I, I know that you guys were at my track day before the season started, and one of my customers like kind of wiped out Corey, and and then blamed Corey for it. So I was like, "What?" So Dude. I mean, that was the first one, right? That was the first one. You got the first one out of the way. That was the like this. Started. Like, if I would have had any idea, like what an omen that would have been for my season. <laughs> like for for our listeners here. Corey was going into what's that turn called? The off ramp. The or off ramp. The, yeah. And this dude hit him so hard, dead on in the back of the bike, that it cocked the whole wheel like sideways in this in the uh, swing arm. And old boy rode off of you for R. Corey yeah, rode it did. out because he's a champ. But um yeah, it was wild. Yeah, I remember he rode in with the tail section all smashed, and you're like, what the fuck did you do to my motorcycle? Oh, no, my first thought was like, <laughs> why is there so much slack in the chain? And it was because, like, the whole wheel was, like, turned sideways. Like, it was so confusing. And when also, like, you know, the guy wanted to fight Corey. Oh, I'm, I'm being reminded that it was actually cotton corners, not the off-ramp. Thanks for that, Robert Martinez. Was it? Yeah, I, I guess it was I think he's wrong. Three. I, I thought it was turn two, man. I thought no, it was turn yeah. two. It was turn two. Because yeah. I remember specifically, this is before I decided to be a more calm person. It was like a month before. I I do remember sc screaming at that guy. Well, you had a one-way had... conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> like I'm the only like, I'm like five foot five chick puffing up her chest at a full grown man. <laughs> wow. It must have looked so stupid. <laughs> and what's funny is later on, when he didn't get anywhere with you, he went and tried to blame it on Declan. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Why not? I mean, same color bike. I mean, completely I, different yeah. bike, but Dude. completely different leathers, completely different rider. But hey. Dude, unreal. And then, yeah. 
And then he tried to do the, the insurance thing, which wasn't really cool. Yeah, that was fun. I, I yeah. helped put a kibosh to that. Yeah, um, we appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, so let me ask you this. You know, that was the first one. Like, how many times, how many times did you have to completely rebuild that R7 this year? Um, I mean, I only ever had to change the frame once. <laughs> you only, only, <laughs> only had to change the frame once. Actually, I'm telling you a lie. I did it twice because um, we thought we were having some handling stuff and I wanted to make sure that the, actually that our subframe or our swing arm and the swing arm pivot like hadn't been bent when that guy hit us Oh, because we were having these problems. And I was like, you know, right before Laguna, actually, I swapped frames because I was like, maybe that's, maybe the frame's like not straight. I don't know. So I did a, a frame swap and, um. Yeah, and then a couple, like a month later, then I, I really swapped the frame. Nice. A, a big, that was a full rebuild from the ground up, like start over. So you're it a privateer team owner. Like, I mean, for the average listener, like average person that is thinking about doing this, like what what is what does it cost one to do a season with Motor America Twins Cup? Minimum $100,000. Okay. I mean, you could do it cheaper, but you won't be able to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's like my, my thing. You'll always have people that'll be like, well, I could do it for less than that. But well, yeah, you could, I yeah. guess, you know, like, but. How many DNFs do you get for spending less than that? It's right? not, it's, it's not even like that. It's just like, you know, what's the R7 make stock? You probably know better than I do. Horsepower wise, sixty something, right? Yeah, so, we're almost at a hundred once the engine's built. Yeah. You know, so you can't show up without that. You know, and that's expensive to get to. <laughs> like, I kind of, I kind of, yeah. I kind of wanted to get your take too. Like, how do you think that the R six compares with the six sixty thing that it races with mostly? Because I think the SV is kind of mostly out now, right? Or is oh it... yeah, oh you mean the R seven? Um, yeah, there's a couple people racing the SV still, but not really. Um, it's hard because I've never like put my hands on uh, one of those other bikes, but I feel like they maybe don't have to do as much work to get to the amount of power that we need to do, but and they have a little bit more torque than us currently. So like really? that's for sure like what we're working on. Yeah, they definitely have a little more torque than we do. But from what I hear, the chassis on the R7 is better, you know. Hmm. I mean, you know, I was just like curious, you know, what you see from the from the sidelines or whatever, you know, you're, yeah, right, like you're I, right there on the wall. I mean, they look like they have yeah. comparable lap times and you know, top speeds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the Yamaha's wild. Like, I feel like it's, like, across the board for Yamaha's. Like, once you get the thing up on top, it's pretty good, you know? Like, even the R6 and the next-gen class, like, once you get the thing up on top, it's fine. It's just that, like, grunt off the corner, maybe. So, sometimes you got to be a little smarter with the way you're racing or, or what you're doing. Or you got to capitalize on having a better chassis than everyone else. Um, I'm curious to see they're going to open up rods for the aprilia next year so they're gonna let the aprilia use aftermarket rods next year so i'll be curious to see when they're spinning the engine faster if that's gonna create a headache for us or not <laughs> well i mean it sounds like you know based on those things it seems like their reliability seems a bit sus 
Well, that's the thing is like with the stock rods, I think they can't spin them too fast because they break. Okay. So if they have aftermarket ones that are more robust and they can spin them up, then I don't know. I'll be curious to see what happens, you know, but we've got Evan at Evan Steel Performance building our engines this year and I have full confidence in him. Yeah, they, yeah, he's he does a good job, you know. Dude, he's gnarly. Yeah, he's. I mean, they dude, they're so. like old lease cycle dudes from San Diego from back in the day. I right? know, right? Yeah, dudes, we're just hood rats doing hood rat things. I know, right? Like I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw uh, Phil, I, I saw yeah. Phil and Allison <laughs> at the Dunlop thing, and I was like, I love it. Wow, dude, dude. I haven't seen like yeah. I, I mean, I remember racing with that dude twenty years ago at CCS in Buttonwillow. Totally, yeah, it's so, so. rad. Yeah, and actually, like this year, we're gonna uh, we're switching electronics. We're gonna switch to Motec this year. So, oh. like, that's another thing. Yeah, like we've been running the A Racer stuff, and it was pretty good. Like, I I mean, I don't have like big complaint on it, but just trying to like find every little bit we can. So, you know, like that's how serious people are are taking the twins I know. cup. Like you the know? fifty thousand like... dollar twins cup bike. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, you know, a lot of people think of that class as like a budget class, but that is not a budget class. No, no. Like if you're trying to save money for sure, go race stock thousand. Like, you know, like that's your class because it is not the twins cup. Yeah. uh, I'm I'm just kind of glancing at the comments here. Martinez is saying the 660s leak marinara for no reason at all. Yeah. That dude has had some terrible luck. Like, look, I had, I had an RSV four once. All I'm gonna say is like, you want the supermodel girlfriend, you're gonna have the supermodel drama, right? There you go. And so, that's like, all. well, I mean, that's not even the supermodel, right? Like, that's the supermodel's little sister. Like, yeah, like dressed up in big <laughs> sister's clothes. Yeah, yeah dude. for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I just obviously my family bleeds blue, right? Like we're, you know, oh, 100%. big, big fans of Yamaha you guys, around you guys, here. You guys drink the Yamaha Kool Aid for time. sure. We do. Yeah, it's fine. But I mean, honestly, like, dude, it's a tuning fork brand for a reason. Like, they make nice shit. Like, stuff's nice. Very rarely do you get something and go, "Well, this thing sort of sucks," you know? Right. Even right. when it's a a budget bike like the R seven, like. It's cool, man. It's a yeah, cool I mean, bike. You know, I had I, I have a story that I tell about the R seven, you know, because I was like, man, like on paper, just I don't know, dude. <laughs> and then yeah. and then the marketing dudes brought one out to Laguna Seca and they're like, Here, fucking ride it. I go and ride it and the first like first time going into turn two, I'm like pancake on my knee. Yeah. I'm like, Holy shit, this I is love actually it. good. You know, it's a little slow. I mean Yeah. You know, it's a little slow. We can fix that. Yeah. But uh um, You guys are sponsored by Yoshimira, aren't you? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Throw a pipe on that thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jimmy, uh, my guy Jimmy just bought one of mine. And, um, yeah, he's got a pipe for it already and body work. And, you know, he's doing the thing. I guess he's ditching the R3 and racing the R7 next year. Oh, dude, a a thousand times, yes. Yeah. I'm like, like, bro, you were were kind of too big for the R3 anyway. Yeah. Yeah, fair. (laughs) You know, Chili raced an R3 this year, too, which is really (laughs) funny. I was, like, t- talking to someone about it recently. I raced an R3. You asked when I last raced. I did an endurance race at Pittsburgh this year on an R3. Um, God, I hate little bikes. Me I too. I like I big bikes. I just want to ride. Yeah, because I'm not that fast, so I want a fast bike to, like, make me look better than I am. Yeah, I, I have different reasons. I, I just think that a big bike just is oh, more exciting. 
You know, it's like yeah. shit's about to go down, right? Yeah, and, a, and you don't bike, have to like override it to go fast. Like on, a on an bike, R3? I'm just like, like on a button wheel straight away, I'm like, yeah, right. On the big bike, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not ready. Like, yeah, <laughs> like oh my god, yeah. it's scary. Like, yeah, no, I agree with you. I hope the R1 is. Yeah, super fun. So, yeah. yeah, I got some comments in here. Like Donovan Piper says, um, as a privateer, is it more reasonable, do you think, to race in Twins Super Sport Stock 1000 for one budget and a second for being a grown-ass man who isn't light? Stock 1000 all the way. Yeah? Stock yeah, thousand? I mean, the thing with Stock 1000 is, like, you just can't spend so much money. You just can't because you're not allowed to do anything to the bike. So you're going to save money there. And now this year it's less races, so you'll save some money there. And you're on a thousand, so being a full grown human will be like less of an issue. And it is pretty stacked at the front, but you don't have like axe murderers all the way back to twentieth. So Right. In my opinion. That's fair. And it's a cool class. I think it's cool. And they've got that cool superbike cup stuff going, so if you feel like you're up to it, you can grid up with the superbike class as well. It's a cool class. I mean, it's kind of like a good way to get your toes wet in Superbike, right? Doing that Superbike yeah. Cup thing. I yeah, mean, like see see if you're up to snuff, right? And be like, oh, like, man, I did good. Like, imagine if I had a swing arm and an engine. It still do the same lot times, probably. And I mortgaged my house and I... <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not it's not a whole lot different from what used to happen, you know, back in the day when super bikes were seven fifties, right? They used to have Absolutely. the seven fifty super stock and those guys would run in super like most of the field was yeah. super stock thousand or seven fifty guys. So Josh and I talk about that a lot. It used to be so common for people to run two classes back then. Yeah. You know I mean even even like the factory dudes sometimes would would yeah. have a six hundred and the super bike and they yeah. race both. I think the only one, I mean, Honda was notorious for having it and uh, Yamaha yeah. as well. But then Suzuki, pretty much Yates, Yates and Rapper would do the 600 and the big bike. And then Matt Aladdin, like, not super a, bike no, only. There was that. only a few yeah. guys that were like super bike only, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's cool. Back when the men were men. Oh, God whatever. damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, you know, think about it too. Like back then, you know, teams they were... were Single races is yeah. the other thing. Yeah, they weren't all double headers like right. they are now. And it, and and back then too. I mean, think about it. Like all those teams were sponsored by different tire companies and stuff. It wasn't like yeah. a control yeah. thing where people had to buy them. You know. Yeah. But what do you? And like, the factories as, were really involved as well, so like, they were pretty well funded. Yeah, I mean, as a as a privateer, like, you know, I, I mean, I I've got Richard's answer on this, but like, what do you think your busy, biggest expenses for a season? I mean. Richard always says it's the travel. Yeah, I mean, like, the... Well, I was going to say, like, personnel, but, yeah, travel. Here's the thing, like, I could spend a bunch of money on my motorcycle, and at the end of the year I can sell it and get some of that back, but... Right. I can't sell Evan at the end of the year, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, like, paying like paying our crew, like, their their wages, and then get it... Dude, like, flying people? Are you kidding me right now? Airfare is insane. Right. Like... It's bananas. So yeah, yeah, it's hard. Hopefully that'll turn around at some point, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, got to use those miles, right? Yeah, I don't have any of those. I don't get to fly anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you you've been um, 
for the last couple of years, you've been traveling the country in a toy hauler. Yeah. <laughs> so we you got, got a the, suite. You got the whole brood. You got a fifth wheel yeah. one now, but like you got yeah. the whole brood with you. Like how? I I I, I want to ask this. Like how the fuck do you do it? Like you you're the you're the team owner, your team manager, crew chief, mom, <laughs> like you know wife. Like how do you? How do you manage all that living in a toy hauler all year? Like... <laughs> Number one, I do a lot of things like very mediocre. <laughs> um, Number two, I have like a lot of help. You know, like, okay, the fifth wheel, it's the only way that our life makes sense. So we actually are ambassadors for Heartland. So they hooked us up with that road warrior. Um, dude, you can't be traveling back and forth with kids. Like, it's just not possible. Um, and Josh and I don't have family that lives close so it's not like we're gonna like leave our kids behind so being able to like head out on the road um and we've got matilda our au pair who's like amazing and she's obsessed with racing so she's like a great part of our family she helps with the kids and you know we just like made a trip of it like last year we went to yellowstone we went to zion went to gettysburg like i mean we went mountain biking at like all the best ski resorts like you know we just Make the best of it. Make a great trip out of it, and hope your house doesn't burn down when you're gone. So I've 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 got a lot of notes here. I mean, we've kind of blown through a lot of my stuff, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay. So over the years, like, uh, what do you think? What do you think is uh, what's your, who's your favorite writer that you've worked with? I mean, I'm guessing okay, it's I'm not, MP, but like, aside I'm from not going to include I'm not going to include Josh because like it's just like whatever. Yeah. And I don't even feel like I really worked with him. I feel like he was, like, coaching me into solutions, so he doesn't count. So, yeah, for sure, Cam. Like, it was – and it, I say that knowing it was, like, honestly, like, racing-wise, like, at the time, I, like, dude, I was crying myself to sleep most nights that year. Like, it was so hard. Like, it was such a hard season. <laughs> but, too, like, Cam just showed up and did the business. And he, like, trusted me. Like, I don't even know why. Like, I don't know. Like, I was pretty <laughs> green. You know what I mean? And, and like, there was a point where I made a really big mistake and could have really hurt him. And I was, like, afterwards, he's, like, we need to talk. And I was, like, yeah, I know. Like, I'll pack my shit and go. Like, I'm out of here. And he was, like, no. Like, if you leave, I leave. Like, we're in this together. And it was, like, it was pretty huge for me. Like, it was wild. And, like, the fact that he put so much faith in me like really gave me the confidence to like keep doing what i'm doing and like whatever all so, that shit so who's your plus least he's favorite? fast who's your least favorite stop it come on I'm doing that come nope, on dude nope, not happening not <laughs> happening they're all great we love them all okay so what's uh what's the, what's your least favorite motorcycle you worked with i'm guessing it's the 390 oh, but dude that ktm was the effing worst like yeah. I hated it. And I granted, that... I was also, like, less experienced than I am now, but, like, Jesus Christ, do you know how many Torx head bolts are on those things? Why? Nope. Like, why? Yeah, I, like, yeeted those out of there, like, put, like, proper hardware on it, but, like, yeah, they just sucked. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the head gasket, right? I mean, like, constantly. Dude, we or... never actually had a head gasket what? go on ours. No, I know. Everybody <laughs> talks about that. It never happened to us. Probably because we weren't fucking cheating like everybody else. Oh, okay. Oh, oh by the way, Ch- out loud. By, by the way, Chili says that your least favorite writer has probably got to be me. <laughs> 
But you never worked never, with me, so. I've never worked with you. No. Maybe we should do that for a weekend. We should. We should. That'd be yeah. Great. Maybe you should come do a round of Twins Cup. I don't think so, man. <laughs> I'm a Pirelli guy, dude. I don't run dumbbells. Lame. I'm, and also, you know what? Like, I, I've had this discussion with you before. Like, I'm a club racer guy. I'm a grassroots guy. Like, I'm totally yeah. fine with being that. All right. You know? I'll tell you what. How about let's go do an endurance race on the R7? Okay. Say yeah. when. Say when. Let's do it. All right. Let's make that happen. <laughs> okay. So, I, I've, I've got okay. some fan stuff here. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert says, will, will you teach somebody how to go fast even though they ride in Aprilia? Yeah, of course, if I can. He's probably faster than me now. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then uh, I think it's Canfield, but he asks, like, oh, no. how, did, how did you end up riding a Ninja 650 in Twins Cup at Sears Point in 18? Oh, that's rude. Um... <laughs> really it was like do you know so what happened <laughs> go ahead man throw it out i had blown up my r1 and couldn't get it fixed in time or something and i was bummed that i wasn't gonna race and nicole cox was like do you want to race my bike and i was like f yes i always want to race and then i didn't i didn't want to race that bike so much Wow. It just wasn't for me. I didn't know what to do on that thing. I was just lost. And then, you know what? Uh, Danny Diaz rode that same bike like a month later and put it on the podium at Laguna. So it had nothing to do with the bike. It was just me. I just sucked. Wow. I'd been riding an R1. I was spoiled. You know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, used to, like, running in the corner, park it, turn it, full gas, rely on electronics to keep you from dying. <laughs> rinse repeat you know i i mean i know that you and i um shared a lot of the same notes from the r from the latest r1 right you know i did that yeah show, i did that electronics thing with stamboli about it and you know yeah. it's, it's funny you know i still get racers telling me that they watch that youtube to like refreshing up on how to use it yeah and I'm like, it's oh. so funny because like with hunter when i worked with hunter that was like 90 percent of my job was just like going in the YC and, like, making different ETV maps, like, for him. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, like, I'll go out to a track day and, like, I've just got, like, my bike, like, full, full ripper. Like, you know what I mean? Like, full yeah. open, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, this thing's trying to kill me. I'm going to die. Like, it's just, it's like a train wreck around the whole racetrack. And I, like, start feeling really down on myself. And then I remind myself, like, with Hunter, like, no joke, like, some of the best work he ever did, we had that thing muted down, like, less than, like, the rain map that comes oh, standard yeah. in it. You I know mean, what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I, I have mine choked. I, I say choked the shit out of it. Um, in yeah. First, especially in first and second gear, for sure. And then a yeah. little bit less in third. And, you know, I kind of opened yeah. it up and beyond that. But, yeah, I mean, it totally makes yeah. the thing writable. Things are unwritable yeah. without that anymore. Like yeah. I had it actually, like, happen. Like, I was at um, Utah, and I was, like, I raced or I was in practice or whatever, and Ed Sullivan and Josh Alverson were, help like, helping me, and they're, like, just let us try this map. And I was, like, okay, fine. And, I, like, rode and I came out. That sucks. Super slow. I hate it. Put it back. And they're, like, yeah, you went two seconds a lot faster. 
so we're not changing it yeah yeah you keep keep (laughs) going that direction right yeah it's like if you can't get the throttle open what difference does it make you know right right so i mean i i did spend around this year working with will morton and Mm -hmm. dude that like we spent all the whole time working on that like okay dude i want to see you stick the thing at the apex like if you're not sticking the thing at the apex you're yeah yeah we're gonna take more out of it the the three the three letter f word yeah 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 oh oh bad one yeah (laughs) fun you're a fun guy fun Fun. yeah there you go yeah i mean you know chuck chiquetto says it all the time right you're gay for it you know like that kind of thing yeah so like like, not that word the other one Um, yeah yeah but yeah so joe uh joe h says what was the learning curve for new bike development you know because you guys were kind of developing that our seventh brand new bike like it wasn't even like a learning curve it was just like a brick wall that i ran into repeatedly and it hurt so much like (laughs) (laughs) it was so hard like honestly like so many things this past season and that's my homie Joe, by the way, who makes all the graphics for our bikes, GHD oh, okay. designs. He's the one who keeps our bikes looking great. Okay. Um, it was really difficult, dude. Like, we had something happen, like, right before Daytona. I ended up having to put our Daytona engine together myself. Like, no joke. Like, I'm in the workshop. Like, I'm FaceTiming my buddy Gene Burcham, and I'm, like, crying like trying to put a transmission in a motorcycle you know so it was like a lot a lot of stuff that i didn't know how to do and i had to like learn it really really fast and i a lot of it did it wrong the first time wow (laughs) and second time (laughs) yeah i mean i i was lucky when i put my bike together uh last year you know, and I yeah. built, I literally built the thing with Richard. Yeah. And, yeah, but, know, like, Richard was, like, standing there and was, like. Yeah. No, no, yeah. like, he was, like, looking at me, you know, with his reading glasses, you know. Anytime <laughs> I would say, anytime I would question, he would, like, look at me yeah. over the top of his readers and, like, Ugh. you know. It was it was amazing, and I will never forget it, but I don't it ever want to do anxiety. that again. I don't, I don't yeah. ever want to touch, like, you know what, man? I just want to ride the fucking thing. I don't want to work on him. Like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, it's, I agree to some, <laughs> but the problem is like you have life skills that can earn you a paycheck besides that. Uh, you know what? You do too. You just don't use them. Aren't no. you like a CPA or something? No, I'm not a CPA. I have a degree in accounting, but I've hit my head far too many times since then. I don't remember how to do any of those things. Obviously I'm racing motorcycles. You're clearly not good at making financial decisions. Nope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like pretty much the worst person. Like you would not want me in charge of your money in any oh way, shape, God. or form. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, it was like a lot of stuff like that. And then like, also like you start changing the front end on the motorcycle and like all the geometry starts changing and you're staring at motospec until everything's just like swirling in front of your eyes. And, um, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's cool, though. I mean, I'm definitely like, learning a lot. So, um, it was so, cool, but it, I don't think I knew what I was getting into. No? No. I think I was very overconfident going into last season. Okay. I mean, yeah. look, you know, Corey Ventura is a good rider, right? I mean, Great rider. I mean, yeah. he, he had just come off the AFM number one plate, right? And yeah. Yeah. Goes right to nationals again, and... You know, I mean, I, you know, when he was healthy, he did great, right? I mean. 
Yeah, for sure. I did them dirty at um, Daytona. We had two mechanical DNFs, so that was bad. And like, those are those like growing pains that I was telling you about. So like, that's really hard, and I felt awful. But then after that, he had a big crash riding motocross, and it was a couple races before he was really whole again. Yeah. So I got one more question right now. Uh, Pinky, this person. Um, how did you feel once Josh had a broken leg? Um, relieved, um, <laughs> because like all I heard, I was actually, I was working on a motorcycle and, um, Jess, who's the wife, um, of the, the guy who runs Squid Hunter called me and she just said, Josh just had a big crash and he hasn't gotten up. And then she hung up. You're like, gee, thanks bitch. <laughs> I went, I was like, okay, like, I'm sure it's fine. And I like calmly walked from where I was pitted all the way down to pit lane. And it was just fucking dead silent on pit lane. Oh, and it was like, okay. And I'm like looking around and it was like a ghost, ghost town. Like there was like tumbleweed blowing down pit lane or something. I couldn't even find anyone. I finally found an official and I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, um, we're not sure. Like, you know, he, he wasn't getting up and, and just like, no one was telling me anything. And I was like, just about to be like, cause I couldn't see like where he was, was like on the exit of like turn two, three area. And so it was like physically not that far from where I was at start finish. And I was like, just about to be like the hysterical wife. Like I was like, you're going to need to tell me something or I'm, I am going there. Like, I'm going to go to there if you don't tell me something. And finally, he was like, oh, uh, I think he's got a broken ankle. And I was like, praise God, I can deal with a broken ankle. Nice. You know, like, <clears throat> and then when I saw the video afterwards and like, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't watching when that happened because that actually happened like right before we got married. He had a huge crash at Laguna. Somebody bumped him off the track and like the, the camera was on him and he was just like face down in the gravel. Oh, camera just like cut away and it's like you know like broken limbs we can live with but i need my hubby so yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well there you go thanks for that question pinky yeah sorry that was like dark <laughs> <laughs> okay so like uh I, I mean before i get back to some more i i got some instagram and facebook comments but like I wanted to ask you, like, what your take is on, like, how the rules are going. I mean, we had a chat a few years ago about the superbike rules and, and uh, you know, obviously there's the next-gen Supersport and obviously Twins Cup. Like, give me your – like, what do you think of superbike? You know, the the new rules, they, they're allowing the neutral lockout thing. Like, they're basically mirroring it, mirroring World Superbike to some extent, right? Yeah, I'm – you know, I'm all for, like, mirroring, like, the World Superbike rules. Like, I think that's good in a lot of ways, especially when you have a team, like, you know, attack that maybe is going to want to go do a couple of those rounds. Um, yeah, like, the neutral lockout, like, whatever. Like, that's basically, like, a safety thing, right? So, um, yeah, I, I could be honest with you. I don't follow the Superbike rules super closely right now because they're not really relevant to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you got you know, the memo. You saw that. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's fine. Like, I think they're doing a really good job right now, honestly, in Supersport with the next gen and in Twins with, like, creating parity. Like, that's a job I would never want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
Good God, I would not want to do that because you're going to piss everybody off. I mean, Teague, Teague's hit me up and, you know, we're trying to work a deal to, like, have a meeting with him to hear him out. But he kind of wants us to figure out a way to do the next gen thing in the 600 yeah. class somehow. And, I, you know, I That's think that's going to be so tricky. But yeah, like, like, and I asked him, I was like, how do you, how do you, how does a club, like, don't you guys have, like, that thing to plug in to take people's power away? Like, we don't have that, dude. Like, yeah, it's hard because, like, yeah, they you you need to be able to verify people are running the maps that they're supposed to be running, and it'd be pretty easy for people to cheat unless you guys had a really good program, like, right. in place to, like, make sure. But at the same time, like, I think that it would be good because, like, you guys are the pipeline, right? Yeah. Like, clubs right. like CRA, like, that's the pipeline to Moto America, and people need the opportunity to to a like race the equipment that they plan to eventually race when they move up or right or say they're a privateer who just does a couple rounds to be able to race between rounds like that's that's massive well you know? also the reality is the 600s are not made anymore right I yeah mean, it's kind of a dying i mean breed, I, suzuki it? still kind of has one kind of but like it's yeah. the same bike from way back right and the r6 yeah. they stopped making that in 2020 so I mean, the further yeah. we get away from hey, that. Hey, there's one at Ride Now Power Sports right now, just so you know, in Oceanside. Oh. Oh, one of the right? white bikes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Just a heads up, everybody in Oceanside looking for an R6 to, so they can Dude, go racing. Dude, I'm just saying, people want them. I always hear people say, I can't find them anymore. There's a yeah. brand new one well, sitting I mean, on the showroom floor. I know. It seems like Bryce Prince has a bunch of them somehow, right? <laughs> like, that dude yeah. always has something. He's got R1 shit, too. Like, I just, yeah. I just got a bunch of shit from him recently. <laughs> yeah we've got a new r6 down in our garage too josh just got one because why not <laughs> was that the one was that the one you know i'm gonna just start talking about that in a minute but like was that the one that kayla was riding at button willow uh to... yeah okay yeah yeah so tell me a little about about kayla like kayla's your new rider and uh aiden, aiden. yeah so yeah. how's that how'd that how'd that go to a aiden's gonna ride the r junior cup three right yeah okay he's gonna ride the r3 um, yeah, it's funny because, man, by about halfway through the season, I was, like, putting in job applications at Starbucks and stuff, because <laughs> I was up. like, no, dude, <laughs> like, I'm only saying that half-joking, but, like, literally this season, to finish the season, I was, like, selling all my shit, like, selling my belongings so that we could finish the season out, because, you know, things did not go to plan. No? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was just... A few a few different things happen, and then, you know, we cannibalized a few motorcycles, and you know, whatever. It is what it is. It's racing, and we're gonna finish the season either way. So, it was pretty rough, and I was sad about that. But right before uh, New Jersey had a sponsor approach me, and it's funny because I'd been saying, "Man, I wish I could work with Kayla. Like that'd be amazing." Like, yeah, she's the she's the real deal, you know, and had a sponsor approach me and say, hey, we want to get behind you, but you got to get Kayla on your team. And I was like... Done. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, Roll up the sleeves and get dude, it done, right? Like, yeah, seriously. And it, I mean, I was... You know, she's in demand. There's, like, a lot of people in the paddock, obviously, that were interested in her. So I was really flattered that, you know, her and her dad trusted me and, and Aiden and his family as well. So I'm pumped and... I don't know if you've gotten to talk to Kayla much. I have. But she's she's That's, great. That girl is switched on, dude. Like dude. I was so yeah. impressed with her. Like 
I, yeah. I got to sit there. I, I introduced her to Richard and Jake and, you know, I, you know, she already knew Jake, but I introduced yeah. her to the rest of the team and she sat there. I got to listen in on her and Jake's conversation and I was just like, oh my God, this girl, I can't believe she's like 15 or 16, yeah. right? Like yeah. the shit that was coming out of her mouth, I was like, how, like, are you sure you're not like 25? Like, yeah, she communicates know? really well. Yeah. And and just watching her on track, like her race IQ is amazing. She, you know? you know, at Portugal, she was absolutely ruining those other kids. And, um, yeah. you know, there was a there was a part where, you know, the side like people's weight in that particular class mm-hmm. meant, meant something. And they yeah. didn't really do anything to kind of curb that or equalize yeah. that at all. And um, so she was kind of getting murdered on the straights. But man, uh, like she would go and just dominate them and come out and lead the the, yeah. the second race like she led most of the race um, yeah and uh um, her know, race craft is like next level and yeah. like a lot of that is stuff you you can't teach that you know like yeah so it's cool i'm yeah, really excited to see what she'll do yeah i mean i like i keep saying it i you know I, i'm predicting that a lot of there's a lot of hurt feelings coming to that class this year <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be for sure, like a little bit of a learning curve. Um, the bike is just so much more adjustable than a junior cut bike, but okay. I think she's going to kill it. She's going to do great. So, yeah. I mean, like, would you like to see her, like, what would you, what do you think her path is going to be at, you know, Man, I mean, do you, see, do you I think she's going to be like a super bike rider? Like, is she going to be like the, yeah, you know? why not? I mean, if she, I think if she wants to be, she will. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, she was kind of half joking. She was kind of half jokingly interviewing for Richard, you know. She's like, yeah, "Yeah, maybe one day. He's like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I think Richard hates having kids ride for him, right? You have to ask him about that. No, ask him about it sometime. I I think he's got a problem with certain kids that he's worked with over the years. Oh, okay. Um, Josh told me some stories that he maybe didn't love. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it just depends, right? I mean, you know, yeah. there, you know, he's worked with a lot, so I, I don't want to say yeah. too many names, but like, you yeah, know, so different a few. I think he, I think he has a problem with Australians, right? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that so, could be it. Yeah, yeah. I think getting back to Kayla, like honestly, I could see it going a couple different ways. You know, I could see her, you know, just like doing it, like through 600 up to to superbike maybe or or moto 2 would be a logical jump it just you know i i feel like as an american going into moto 2 it's a scary proposition you know you just you don't know what you're gonna get (laughs) wow you know yeah so i i'm gonna give the obligatory gil ramos question um he uh (laughs) he asks if you think that uh hawk could change his clutch on his r6 this weekend (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't want him to. <laughs> For sure. He'd do it with a hammer. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Gil, so that might be yes. an improvement, right? It might work. Yeah. I Hawk right now is in a phase for sure where he could take or leave motorcycles. He's like, kind of like... So you're not, uh, you're not having plans of being a racer mom? I can't afford to be a racer mom, but no, he... I think, like, right now, it's just, like, they're so available to him that there's no... There's no way like, around appeal. it. Yeah, no? he's just, like... I mean, like, he like if I'm like, hey, do you want to go ride? It's like, yeah, but it's not like he's... 
He won't ride anywhere except at our house. And he rips when he does ride. Like, he's so... He's got incredible balance. Like, he'll go, like, back his little PW in. Well, he did until someone stole it. But, um... Yeah, someone stole his bike. So that was cool. Um, Yeah, that's always fun. Out of our pickup truck at the hospital. Oh, goddammit. Yeah, it's so terrible. But, yeah. um, No, he rides really good, but he's just kind of, like... He's, he wouldn't usually come up with it on his own. Very rarely on his own will he be like, hey, let's go ride. And that's cool, too. Mm. I want him to ride if he loves it. And if he doesn't, then I want him to find what he does love. I think that Brettley, I think my daughter might be the ripper in the family. She's super mm. funny. Every time she sees a motorcycle, she's like... She just okay. points at herself. Like, me, nice. take me. I want to go. <laughs> well, so. that that she is your kid, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right? Like, would you yeah. expect anything less? I mean, no, no. All right, so I've got, I've, I've got some social media questions. You know, like Chris Turlock had a bunch of questions. We've already answered all of them except the last one. Okay. Uh, you know, like, what's your favorite racetrack? And what was Suzuki like at night? Uh, you know, what's your favorite? You know, and then the last one is, what's it feel like to be a fucking rock star? <laughs> I don't I'm know. like Ron Burgundy over here. I'll ask anything. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, man. It's good to be a gangster. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm just waiting for someone to find out that I'm not supposed to get to do all this cool shit. And you know what I mean? Like, pretty lucky. I'm, I'm, I just very aware of how lucky I am. Wow. And then Miriam Brown has a couple questions. Number one, will you be at Femwala? And number two, what's the most crucial element of your fitness regime regimen? Reg- regime, regime. Regime. Um, I I do plan to go to Femwala, and when I am fit, <laughs> which I am currently not, um, definitely a lot of cycling and motocross. I don't believe in going to the gym, so bicycle, hey, motocross, bicycle, motocross. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, you spend, do you guys spend a lot of time on the little bikes at the house, or when when there's people here, we do. Yeah, but that's. Like, that's not really, like, fitness. That's more, like, racecraft and just fun. But it's, like, like riding the TTRs. And, dude, that's, like, one of my favorite things to do. But it's no fun if you don't have friends to come do it with you. Like, I don't ever just go, like, rip laps by myself. Because why? It's only fun if you can knock someone else down. Yeah, that, that, I, I'd imagine that's why you guys keep inviting me over. But I'm always broken. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Are you healed? No, I mean, you're not you know, healed now. You, no, dude. MRI tomorrow. MRI yeah, tomorrow on the shoulder. Um, yeah. What's your, you know, you've been at this for a long time. You've got your tricky leg, and I know that's not a strut. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you've had you've had quite a few um, hardware installations over the years, yeah? <laughs> um, the only hardware I have is in my leg. It's just leg. a lot of it. Yeah, it's yeah. just a big piece of it. Yeah, I lost the end of my little finger. Yeah, then, I mean, you know. Yeah, you got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thumbs um, that don't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, I've been a, pretty lucky on that. Um, the leg's just been like a doozy, and it's, you know, I did that in 2010, and yeah. it still hurts me every single day of my life. Like, something for sure is not right with it, so... Yeah, like every like I have stuff that's lingering for a while, and I just kind of text Doctor Brian. I'm like, hey man, 
I yeah. gave him a list last time. And he's like, dude, you sound like a country song. I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was supposed to go see him this winter and have him look at the hardware in my leg to see what we could do about it. And then Josh broke his leg. So it was like, well, I, I can't deal with it now. I got to wait until Josh is mobile. So Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you guys can't both be crippled. Right? I know you have to like schedule your crippledness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Patty Murphy, you remember Patty? Hi, Patty. Oh yeah. What's yes. Up, Patty? So, so Patty asks if I could ask you if you plan on doing team shirts. She still has hers from years ago, and wouldn't mind adding another to the collection. Um, you always made it a point to sell women's shirts. Yeah. Um, this year we did some shirts, but they were not women's shirts. Next year, I'm sure we're going to do some. And just for you, Patty, I will make sure we do some, some women's gear specifically. Yeah, I told her, I still have your cycling kit from like 10 years ago. I know. <laughs> Dude, so do I. It's, it's the Road Racing World get... kit, right? The, oh, the Road Oh, man, that's yeah, a really old one. Yeah, dude. Maybe it was longer yeah. than 10 years ago. I don't know. Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. But I think we're going to do cycling kits this year. Because actually, Kay dude, Kayla came and stayed with us. And we got her on a road bike, and she did 150 miles in her first week. That's awesome, dude. I, she's like determined, man. Like she, yeah, wants and she's to like win. chopper. She like doesn't feel pain. Yeah, she's, she's pretty wild. tough, right? I mean, she's kind of got a yeah. trick knee or something, right? Yeah, like, that's why we wanted to get her into cycling because she's a little limited, you know, in what she can do. Yeah, I think she like doesn't. Yeah, she has to be a little careful. But uh, dude, she killed it on the bike. It's amazing. Chad Bishop Nankervis um, says that uh, he loves your take on the Prodigy video. I don't know what that's about. I don't either. I, I was like going to ask you, like, I don't know. Was that was yeah. it for the the kids on the bikes thing, or I'm I'm not really sure. I don't know, man. I got nothing. Because uh, no idea. Because of you, I I sent my niece in Australia a, a fucking Strider. Right? Yeah, it's so cool. I love it's it. Like, dude. Yeah, dude, I, great, I got man. another I got another niece now, so like I gotta send something else this year. But um You gotta get her a strider now. Yeah, well maybe maybe they could move the old strider to the new kid and yeah, I could send yeah. an so electric one. You know stay sick. Stay sick for the older one. Yeah, yeah. But they're cheap, so, it's fine. Yeah, send an electric Yamaha to them, you know. That'd be kinda neat. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think my sister-in-law might murder me um, overseas. So nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so fine. yeah. So uh, let's see. Oh, here's here's the fun one that I told you I was saving for the show. But um, Daniel Montgomery, some something oh, about no, Josh nervous. making a sandwich. Um, you know. What's this? Yeah, you remember? Uh, was Josh's sandwich ready on the table? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I said and, he should ask. <laughs> Go ahead. Do I have to say it? Say it. And tell him, ask his mama. Ask his go. mama if she made that sandwich for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, I had to share that with you because I was like, no, boy. I know. It was good. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because, and I think he was being funny. I get the impression oh, he, was, he was just being cute. Yeah. But. People outside of the sport a lot of times want to say, like, oh, do, do guys give you a hard time? Like, you know, is it hard being a female in our sport? And it's not. 
it's crazy. Like I very rarely have people be nasty to me or like unkind, you know? And like, man, I just really have to like give props to our sport because it's a really good place to be a girl, honestly, you know? I mean, I think our sport's a very good place to be period. You know, I mean, a lot of the shit happens all over the world and that shit doesn't happen in the paddock, you know? No. Yeah. All that political nonsense. Like when you go to the paddock, that shit's not there. Yeah. You know? It's it's just it's a really nice cross section of humans. Like, like I bubble. mean, we're all we're all delinquents for sure. Like we're we are we're in fact a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's like we're scumbags with honor. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. I'm filing that. I should make. I'm making stickers for that. We're, uh, you know, what, fuck that. I'm gonna make a T-shirt on the Track Days website, and it'll say "We're scumbags with honor." I, I love it. Sweet. I'm gonna. I know. I'm gonna use it with your being the quote for that. Okay. Make sure that you make some women's sizes for me. I, and I fucking will, man. That'd, that'd be awesome. Right, sweet. Oh my god, that's uh, I, like I hope. I hope the guy that makes my T-shirts is watching this because I'm literally gonna make him make that. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, t- wow. Okay, so then let's see. Uh, oh, um, I can't remember how to pronounce her last name, but she was the one that won the uh, build train race thing this year. Um, Kaylee Bike. How bike. can you not remember how to say bike? Because it's spelled all like, I know. yeah, B U. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, just okay. Just... So yeah, so she she says that you're the best and amazing human all around, on and off the track. Oh you're a force. All that. Do you know how much so, I had to pay I... her to say all that stuff? Uh, well, she won, so I mean, you 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 rigged it for her, right? Like you put sugar yeah, in totally. everybody else's gas yeah. tank and stuff, right? Yeah, dude. You know the girls this year were rad, honestly. Uh, most of them were like so cool, and they were just like there to figure it out. And dude, they were sending it. It's funny they because were. I had some technical problems at the training we did in the beginning of the season, so I didn't really get to ride with them very much, and. Kaylee afterwards was like, dude, I was bummed because I really wanted to ride with you. And I was like, girl, I couldn't have kept up with your ass. Like, I did not want to go that fast on that bike. Like, she was sending it, you know? Yeah. So, I know um, that, and a lot um, of those girls were. I, I know that she and, um, it's blanking me right now, Robert's wife. Um, Crystal. Crystal. Holy... Yeah. So, yeah. dude, I have, you know, I have, like, issues. I know. Right? It's fine. So, yeah. um. Yeah, so she and uh, her and Crystal had that thing where they, um, you know, and I was just yeah. like, "What the fuck? Are you? I know we taught you better than that new racer, you know?" Oh, dude, <laughs> it was so bad. Like I forwarded at the LGD. Like, Crystal like rolled into the winner's circle, and she looked at me and was like, "What did she say to me?" With her big eyes, and she was like, "I didn't see it," or something like that, and I was like, "Shut the." Up. And I was like, whatever, dude, we'll deal with it later. Like, we've all been there, right? Yeah, like, the, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you messed up and there's going to be repercussions, but like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember sending the video to LGB, the our guy that does the new racer school thing or whatever. And like, revoke and your license. I was, like, I was like, bro, did we miss something? We skipped that dude, day. And he's like, those girls see. fully like looked at each other and like kept going. They're like, they're like, fuck you, I'm not letting off. Right? Yeah, like, they were like looking at the other one to see if they were gonna like roll out, and they're like, "No, no, okay, cool. Like, let's just keep." Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, but Crystal did get a up. Crystal did get a win at the end, right? Uh, yeah, she, she did, did get a win. Uh, where was it? Was it Jersey? 
Yeah, it might have been Jersey. Yeah, I think I mean, it was. She, um, so stoked she, for her. Yeah, I was. I was hoping she would get one. I mean, she was so close so many times, and then yeah, you know, for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. But yeah, let I mean, me tell you how cool Crystal is because I feel like this will like upper street cred with you. She fell down in the rain in practice at Road America and hurt herself. Like fell on her shoulder pretty bad. And at first they were like, okay, you're done for the weekend. Like you can't race. And then as the day dragged on, she was getting mad about it. Cause she was like, I want to race. Like, like she wasn't going to race. Like they, they were like, you're not, they declared her unfit basically. Wow. And, um, she was like, I want to see if they'll like change their decision. And I was like, all right. And like, we went behind the, behind the, um, the truck and like we talked about it. I was like, they're going to make you do push ups, like for sure. You know, I know wow. they are. And I'm like, you can't cry. You're going to have to like suck it up. And like, dude, she did it. Like she marched in there and she like, I don't know how she did it. She, she did her push ups and they let her race. But like, dude, she was hurting and she just had to like go in there and like fake it and act like it was fine. And like, I was just like, oh, this chick's. Like, she's the real deal. Like, she, she really wants it. And then, well, there's a little bit of chaos in the race, but she was racing great. <laughs> is, is that, like, standard procedure that when, uh, just check if you're okay, they make you do push-ups? <laughs> no, I just, like, I'd she, be she, like, I wouldn't I know, be able right? to do, I can't I do push-ups. Like, <laughs> I tried to tell her, I was like, you should have said, I can't even do a push-up when I'm not her. I'm a girl. <laughs> wow. I mean, milk it when you have to, right? Um, but... <laughs> Wow. But no, it was just, she had like an upper body, like a, it was like an arm or a shoulder injury. You know, it's like how they make sure that you can. Yeah. Yeah. I think a push up's like pretty accurate for like being able to break. Like, yeah. Turn yeah. And steer motorcycles. So yeah. Well, it was funny because they let her do one on her knees first, like a girl push up, but then they made her do like a full one anyways. So I'm like, well, now you're just like tiring her out. Like before the actual, I was like talking, I was trying to like you're, distract You're talking trash. Like, yeah, I was trying I, to, like, make light of the situation so that she'd, like, not, like, start bawling in the middle of the medical center. Wow. So, yeah, she did a great job, though. Like, honestly, like, that was, like, a big thing for me. I was like, damn, this chick's, like, she's legit. Like, she's tough. So are you, uh, cool. are you, are you planning on being involved in that program next season, or are you just kind of busy with your two riders? Yeah, that was actually my last weekend oh. being involved in that program. Okay. So... Yeah, I'm um, still friends with most of the girls and kind of like got to advise from afar for the rest of the season, but okay. I am no longer officially involved with it at all. Okay. Yeah, moving right along. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's an off-air discussion. I mean, look, you know, <laughs> I, people do say things here, so I don't know. I mean, if you want yeah. to, it's cool. If you don't, that's nah. cool. I think it's a great program, and I'm really happy for what it's the opportunities it's giving women in the sport. I mean, do you I think? think I just... Do you think some of those women that like say um, Ky Kylie, right? Kylie, Kaylee, Kaylee. 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 Yeah. So Kaylee, yeah. like, do you think that she is going to move out of that class and yeah. race like something else, like super sport or something, or I think Twins she will. Cup? I think yeah, I think she's going to do something like that. Yeah, for sure. Talking to her. I think that's her plan. Obviously, like, the budget for it is huge. Um, the the cool thing with BTR was, like, it did not cost those girls 
you know, as much as a season of racing another class would. They pretty much just had to build their bikes, but other than that, like, everything else was covered. So, being able to, like, find the money to put together a Moto America season is pretty intimidating, but I think Kaylee does definitely have plans to, like, take a step now. Well, I think she club races an R6 or something already, right? Yeah, she's selling her R6 now, okay. trying to talk her into getting an R7, so there you we'll go. see. Yeah. I keep telling Gil Ramos to get an R7. He'd probably go the same lap times. I feel like everybody needs to get an R7. Like, they're just cool, man. They're cool bikes. I mean, I, we had three of them this year, you know? And yeah. I I rode them a little bit, but I'm an R1 guy, dude. Like, I just... Yeah, I, It's exciting. It makes the best noise. Like, oh, there's so no nice. bike. There's no bike on the in the paddock that makes this And cool all those and... buttons. They got so many buttons on them. Dude, it's like, cool. you know, you saw the dash that's on my pile, right? The I2M. Mm-hmm. I've got one of those I2M oh, things. Oh, you're fancy. And it, dude, it's like a video game. It's like... So, with the I2M and the YEC, if I remember correctly, you can do segments on the track and I'm have it I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. I'm working with Darren oh. Marshall a little bit to try to figure yeah. out how to do it. He seems to be smarter than most people. Yeah. So... I've heard that you can do that, though. It's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, supposedly, I can do sectoring somehow, yeah. but um, I haven't quite figured it out. And I haven't ridden it long enough to figure it out, because every time I get close, I end up throwing the thing down the road. And, it's so you know. weird. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> I, I mean, and the last time, I, you know, last year, I, I, sent, I sent it down the road a little bit at Thunderhill, and um, I had to send the dash to get repaired. You know, so it goes back to Italy and they repair it and send it back. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not ideal. No, it's, and it's not free or cheap either. It's weird. Yeah. You'd think that'd just be a service that they'd offer. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the aim dudes <laughs> kind of do that, right? I mean, yeah, the it's true. But they they, they have yeah. it. They do it right here, like in Lake Elsinore. Yeah, right? yeah, they do it like yeah. right down the road. It's not like sending it yeah. to Italy. Right. Yeah. We. I just got the Motec dashes for our R7 for this year, and I'm already like protective cover for it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mine yeah. mine didn't get damaged physically like that. Mine it actually yanked the harness out and pulled the back of the oh. dash out, so that it needed a new motherboard, basically. Oh. So, um, pro <laughs> tip, pro tip, cut the little locking pin on the connector, and then so it it'll will just fall it'll out. just it'll just fall out. Problem solved. That's a Stamboli oh. thing, by the way. <laughs> That's a bad day. Yeah, dude. So, but then you got to oh. go find it, right? You got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. There's that. <laughs> and, and and you. Josh had to. Josh had to climb a tree one time to get the dash from his Yamaha. In turn one, he fell at Road Atlanta, and and like no joke, the dash was up in a tree. Oh my god. Well, those Morelli <laughs> dashes were like super hard to come by, right? Yeah, dude, even the Motec dash we're using right now, I had to, like, connive some dealer in Australia to sell it to me because I couldn't find one in the U.S. Oh, my God. Oh, and by the way, yeah. Ricky Ricky Bobby, um, you know, Bobby Levitt, he says, uh, pro tip, don't do a Dustin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That working too. On, That's working on that. Working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so tonight um, I'm, I'm rocking this CTML shirt, and, um, the, and it's got track day shit on it. But um, I'm rocking it because CTML is a club sponsor for CRA, and um, he just—I just, just kind of scumbagged him into letting go of some more money, and he's going to be yeah, scumbags with honor. 
Yes, scumbags with honor. I'm totally gonna make that T-shirt. You watch. <laughs> when I make it, I'm gonna send you one, just like I did the R1 I Mafia, hope you do. right? Yeah, please do. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so CTML is gonna sponsor a class again um, next year with CRA, but dude, he's paying like 15 grand. So, I mean, these racers are gonna have all sorts of stuff to go after. What, what class? Um, I'm guessing the Gold Cup. The, like the one with our the big one the premier race yeah like okay. he was he was sponsoring stock thousand this year but uh next year he's gonna do gold cup so um and he's all excited he says he's gonna wrap his vet and stuff like you know i love it that class we do a pro start kind of thing where you you know sighting lap and then the umbrellas and shit so it's pretty cool he's he's really excited about it and the club is stoked to have him as part of the program you know um, and the racers, so cool. the racers are stoked to leave with a thousand bucks in their pocket when they win at a club yeah. race. Yeah, you know, money's nice. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, what you know, what we've done at the CRA, you know, building up something from nothing, and um, somehow managing to get sponsors for to pay people. Yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing to me. I mean, yeah. you know, I think just no, about last this past year almost all of our classes had some kind of something dude i think even, I saw a, even the girls class had a purse yeah yeah yep yeah. the harley I class has a purse like I foster's freeze uh, yeah you should I uh, we have the foster's freeze guy they, that dude like puts out some serious money for those harley dudes and he comes on the on the saturday night you know when we do the barbecue and stuff he comes and does ice cream socials Dude, I was just going to say, like, are you able to accept your prize, like, as store credit instead of actual cash money? Because I'd be like, just give me $1,000 worth of ice cream. You know what? I think you get a check and the ice cream. Oh, amazing. Right? Dreams come true. Yeah, I mean, you know, the ice cream sure. socials the ice cream socials were no joke, man. Like, it, it, was, uh, it was out of hand, honestly. Sick, it was dude. out of hand. I love it. Oh, I can't wait to come play um, with you guys. I mean, but uh, we were at Button Willow in the summertime too, so it was like yeah. really welcome addition to the weekend. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> that's dope. Um, Love it. Well, Melissa, you know what, man? It's been super fun tonight. Uh, thank you for your um, openness. Yeah, uh, like you didn't hold back too much, right? <laughs> no. Did anyone keep the f bomb count? Because I think I did pretty good. I, you know what? I think you did great. Uh, I'm learning French now, so I'm learning how to do it in French instead. I mean, you know, it sounds classier. You know, I (laughs) 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 like we were um, Lily and I have this thing where it's like, oh, it sounds so much better in Spanish, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, you know what? Thanks for this, Melissa. I'd like to have you on again at some point in the future, and. You know, I best of luck to you and Kayla and Aiden, 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 right? Yeah. And, um, you know, whoop that ass, you know, hurt some feelings and all that. And um, scumbags with... um, Honor. What? Honor. Yeah. Honor. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I'm I'm, I'm totally sending that to Gary right now. (laughs) Please do. I can't wait. All right, Melissa. All right. All right, Melissa. Well, uh, go back to being a mom and stuff. And uh, I'll see you at the... I hope I see you at round one. Yeah. CRA. All right. I'll do my best. All right. See you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man.